We would like to advise that the following program may contain adult themes, occasional nudity, and language that may offend some listeners. Thank God it's... And welcome to Studio 222 at the ABC in Ultimo for another edition of Thank God It's Friday. I'm Richard Glover and please welcome this week's gang. It's Tommy Dean, Gary Ack and Chris Ryan. Yeah. Uh, now let's check. Are we, are we just going to take a yes. second? Take Sorry. a second. Take yes, Am I on? Check. Yes, you're check. on. Check. 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 Yeah. Uh, to acknowledge that uh, Richard Glover. Thank Richard you. Richard Glover, back in the chair. Back. Yeah. Back welcome in the back. chair. Back mm. in the chair. Uh, now, let's check that you haven't fallen uh, entirely out of love with the news whilst I've been away. Are, are you up to date with it? Who, who said yes when the hackers knocked on the door? Who said yes? Well, look, this is, a, this is, a, this is Optus. Optus, of course. Uh, Optus was, uh, as they might want to put it, uh, slightly inconvenienced in having uh, just a tiny amount of their information uh, slightly compromised. Just a little bit. And, and only a few people affected. Just mm. a few. Ten million. That's hardly any. I don't, have you looked at the population of the world? <laughs> like ten million versus everyone, drop in a bucket. Ten million versus the population mm. of Australia is the, basically half mm. the population, right? And, and so, people take this so personally. I mean, like John, for instance. You know, I got a friend named John. John Lehrer. Uh, his license number is 52F64771. <laughs> you, you got a passport number on that as well? Mm. Oh, 64977 mm. His PIN number is his birthday, <laughs> which I'm not going to tell you, but it's on his license. You have access yeah. to that. Go ahead and have a look. Um, and I just think this is exactly, I think, where marketing people fall apart. Because at the beginning of Optus's life, you hit on yes and you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Mm. Simple, one word. Mm. But the problem with this is it's so easily exploited at any comedic level. Yeah. You know, like any of those short absolutes. Like, for example, another company uh, that shall go unnamed. Be like, uh, you know, uh, should we use exploitive workplace practices to build our product? Just do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. no, you know. Yeah. so you you're making, us, you're making yourself a hostage to fortune, right? <laughs> you know you're going to get done, and you know yeah. that yes is going to work against you. Are you guys idiots? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Did you do enough to protect our stuff? No. no. <laughs> What's the opposite of yes? Yeah, they That's, did. They did say it was a um, meant to be a. Well, Optus is saying it's a. It was a sophisticated hack, mm-hmm. and then the government saying it wasn't as. Sophisticated. Well, the garden. The garden said they, the the uh, the government said you left the window open. Well, probably literally. I mean, I because I read as well that some the guy. I think the guy just rang up Optus, right, and he just got one of those pre-recorded messages. <laughs> you know, like uh, uh, if you'd like to speak to an operator, press one. If you'd like to hack the system and download sensitive information, press two. <laughs> press two. <laughs> <laughs> Your hacking is very important to us. Right. I think it was as simple as that. <laughs> it was so simple. Well, it did sound simple when you read the the, the message. The, the, mm. the hacker put 10,000 names on to say, this is what I'm going to do. And then they got a lot of heat for that. And so then they say, too many eyes. We will not sell data to anyone. We can't, even if we want to. Personally deleted data from Drive. Only copy. Very sorry to you. I mean, it's it's it. It doesn't sound like a mastermind. It does. No. It's not a big criminal organization. I reckon it's just literally some kid in a basement that got lucky, and he's there, and his mum's going, "It 
Johnny, your dinner's ready. Mom, I'm hacking up this. Come on, give me a break. But on the on the double bluff side of things, wouldn't that be sophisticated? Uh, Make it like, look like it's just some. Uh, yeah. So you reckon this is this is the, this is the Russians pretending mm, to be a fourteen-year-old? I, I was looking at it. it, it you got to work hard to misspell that many oh, words. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. I tell you one thing that happened for me because I'm not with Optus. Mm-hmm. I've never loved my supplier so much. Uh, you know, I've never had any brand loyalty except for right then. I was like, oh, look, I'm not with them. At least yeah. I think I'm with the right one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm with Vodafone, which means I can't make any yeah. calls. <laughs> but that means no one can hack me either. I was just going to say that. what it feels like is now the marketing will be from those guys. Oh, yeah? Well, you thought Vodafone was bad yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's a good slogan, Chris. Okay, yeah. We're not with them. Yeah. Like... <laughs> okay, you can't ring out, but yeah. no one can get your details. I reckon I've been, I've been, been, I've been bombarded with calls. I'm with Optus. I get... I get calls, marketing calls all the time and emails, spam. I've been hacked years ago. <laughs> so none of this is really like, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Are you really going to have to change all your details? You gonna have to... Nah, it doesn't matter. I've got nothing. What are they going to grab? What are they going to do with my passport number? What are they going to do? But you, you know, know who's freaking out? I think that's who's freaking out is all the, you know, the admins at work for service New South Wales and other yeah, yeah. similar services. You know, they just have it easy, just, you know, quietly going about making a few licenses a day. And suddenly like, what? <laughs> <laughs> 10 million? Well, there's already a queue for passports, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. this, uh, this is I'm terrible. Always, I'm always worried about people my parents' age and phishing attacks, you know, which, uh, mm-hmm. which is another form of hacking that happens a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and my mum called me the other day and said that she got a text from, a very strange text from me. And I said, oh, here we go. And she said, like the text said, oh, um, I've dropped my phone in the toilet. Um, call, I'll call you, call me on this number. And, and she rang me and, um, I was very impressed that she understood that that was not me, you know, and I was, cause like the vulnerability of the older people with this sort of stuff, like, I, I can't believe they're allowed to have phones to be honest. I, I think that was you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the modus operandi is absolutely you. Oh, it's a phishing attack, Mum. It's a scam. Yeah, but it's really, really phishing. You I've got my hand in the toilet right now. <laughs> the main phishing was you trying to fish the phone out of the toilet, right? <laughs> and trying to get Mum off my tail, basically. Don't call me. I'll call you. Now, another question from this week's news: mm. Who indulged in a bit of roid? Rage, Roy, nice. Well, this is uh, this is quite an incredible, incredible story. This is how they've uh, was well, an asteroid asteroid that was kind of hurtling through space, and NASA wanted to test to see whether they could nudge it out of its kind of orbit or trajectory, and so they sent a little satellite uh, mm. to literally just do exactly that to hit it at speed, right? To hit it at speed, and there's actually a little voice activation when it hits it. Go take that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's all it really does. It's just a tiny little nudge, just a little. Yeah, that's the sound it makes when it, huh? when it which pretty much ruins every asteroid disaster film that's ever been made. Because that's always seventeen nuclear warheads that get fired into space, and the president's there. It's a ticking clock. We've got to do this. Millions of people are going to die. Now it's just a little tiny satellite. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new title of the new film is Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it worked, didn't it? I mean, like, some mm. people say, look, uh, NASA, is, this, is, this is human arrogance. We shouldn't try to. This is the first time mm. in history that a celestial body has been uh, purposefully pushed off course by human beings. I'm worried. Yeah. 
I mean, you know, it's that if a tree falls, it's the butterfly effect thing, you know, like if one little thing gets changed by us, what, hap- what happens mm. in a few weeks' time? Mm. Also, the thing about this that annoys me the most is we can do that. Mm. We haven't fixed, you know, we haven't figured out women's um, reproductive health. Like no one knows anything about, um, you know. Well, you could give it a nudge. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. see, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think apples and oranges. <laughs> yeah, but you would say that. I would as a man. Mm. I yeah. would definitely say yeah, yeah. that. But you are now have to work out which one are you, the apple or the orange. <laughs> but but what if it saves the planet? I mean, you say, look, uh, we should, there are better things to concentrate on. But, of course, if an asteroid was hurtling towards yeah, the Earth, as happened with the dinosaurs, we yeah. would be the new dinosaurs. Yeah. And at that point, you'd be saying, oh, damn, my reproductive health, can you get that asteroid out of the sky? Mm. Oh, but, like, the odds are, you know, we, we'll be waiting forever for this to happen. And I, I just don't know. Are we spending money on the right stuff? Mm. I don't know. That's the question. But I mean, Chris the... makes a good point. You know, what if? Uh, you know, we're like, oh, we feel so proud of ourselves right now. And then, like, you know, anywhere from one year to 100 years, suddenly the aliens do show up. And they're like, that was an aggressive yeah. attack. That asteroid was going to miss us both. <laughs> you pushed it straight into the path yeah, of our totally. planet. Yeah. And now we're coming for you. And they're going to say, that was my favorite asteroid. Yeah, now what are you doing? <laughs> we used to write songs about that mm. asteroid so on my planet. Mm. Ruiners. That so would be because that, that asteroid wasn't actually coming for Earth, so that would have been funny <laughs> if they nudged it back into our trajectory. Oh, great, John! Now well, that's what I was for. That's what I really wanted. To do. Well, we got good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is we did affect its trajectory. The bad news is you have six days to live. <laughs> <laughs> who who seems to be shouting off with his head this week? Who seems um. to be shouting off with his head? Well, this uh, well, this is Jim Chalmers, the um, the treasurer, who's uh, he's he's kind of taken a, a, a not against against the idea really of replacing the Queen's uh, head on the five dollar note because that's where she is, and mm. putting King Charles on. Mm. Which I don't know. I mean, I've got an idea, and I don't know what you guys think of this, but because it's a plastic note, mm. what about a sort of like a plastic imagery surgery? So very slowly, you change the Queen. To look like King Charles over oh, time, okay. like over a ten-year period. So you look at it and you get Queen's ears are bigger than <laughs> they used to be. Yeah. Do the people that listen to this show are they monarchists? They would be, wouldn't they? ABC. Oh, I don't oh, think so. You don't no. think? Yeah, so? have you met them? Come on, <laughs> they're, they're they're red rag raggers, yeah. mate. They, they usually wait for me outside and beat me <laughs> oh, up. You know, yeah. it's, there's there's not a king that I don't hate. Yeah. <laughs> they throw, that's a they good throw idea. five dollars at you just to yeah. get rid of it. I can't believe this is in my pocket. Just take it. Just take it. But don't you think that's a good idea? Just very yeah, slowly. Yeah, yeah, very slowly. Yeah, very slowly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with, um, yeah, I'd like with to get, get rid of oh. it. No, I reckon just get rid of the, the monarchy um, off the bills. I mean, we've got the chance now. Mm. Um, it's like when you've got a perfume that you don't like anymore. Um, and you just got to wait for it to run out before you can get a new one, you know? Like, we're, we're at that point now. Um, and, and look, I get monarchy updates against my will from my mum. Like, she watched that, what was it, Jubilee, what was it? The Platinum Jubilee, which yeah. to me sounded like a frequent, frequent flyer point um, status. <laughs> I didn't know what it was about, but she gave me a really succinct um, thing about, uh, she, she said basically uh, Charles looked so old that by the time he would have a chance, he'd be ready to retire. And my favourite thing, her review, about the whole Jubilee mm-hmm. thing was um, uh, Rod Stewart's had it. I love that. That's so succinct, isn't it? She thought he'd had it. He'd had it. Had no. it. Rod, Rod Stewart's had it. Yeah. But, yeah, but, that's from uh, when but, he... but also, she not. He's, uh, he's 73, right? Rod Stewart? No. <laughs> Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> he probably is 70. He's probably older than 73. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably mates. Yeah. 
There probably are. <clears throat> I don't know how old Rod Stewart is. No, I think it's an interesting. Uh, let's call him. You must know. <laughs> Charlie, of course. Get, have we got Rod Stewart's number? Can we grab that? Got Char- there Charlie's got Charlie's got fatter fingers. That's all yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. what, about, uh, what about making it other people? You know, this is what mm. uh, really we're arguing about. And instead of you know trying to find like just one person that represents all the people, uh, there's no reason with the technology that exists today that we couldn't all be on the five dollar. <laughs> yeah. like, like everybody that yeah. wants to be on the five dollar note, submit a picture. Mm. Yeah, just put Great them all idea. in. Great idea. But you could just like ask Optus for the data. Yeah. And then you get like a discount if you're spending your own $5. Yeah. 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 10% yeah. off. Yeah. That's a great idea. So but, every, every uh, once mm. in every you know, 10,000 years, you get to spend your own $5. It's good for young people to go, mate, you got some ID? I sure do. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> there I am. It's a good shot. Because I'm worth it. Five dollars. <laughs> now, uh, Britain's new Tory PM, Liz Truss, who has been busy this mm. week handing out big tax cuts to the rich in a way that's completely destroyed the British economy, is the daughter of left-wing parents who presumably are weeping and saying, where did we go wrong? So here's my question. How did you disappoint your parents Chris Ryan, oh, other just... than by dropping the phone repeatedly in the toilet. <laughs> I just walked straight into that, didn't I? Um, you were giving me eye contact as you said that. And I felt like it was speaking straight to my soul. Yeah, I'm actually the daughter of right-wing parents. So as a comedian, that's obviously a massive disappointment. My mum quite often will say to me, why didn't you do musicals? They make people happy. Um, so, yeah, comedy itself being quite a you know strange art form for someone that... Uh, Is comedy left-wing? Well, yeah. You I think? I reckon it's, Not always. Yeah. Not always. Not always. Well, but, my, you know, I mean, yeah. I could do a couple I mean, of a mother-in-law jokes it's right counter, here. You know? uh, it's counter power, you know, and power is traditionally um, the right, isn't it? Yeah, but the traditional northern comic with his mother-in-law jokes, that's hardly cutting edge, is it? Well, no. I wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't do that I wouldn't, stuff. I wouldn't no. rate that. But um, uh, the other way I've disappointed my parents uh, was that when... When I was in high school, they got me into a private school. I was going to a public one. They they got me into a private one, took me to this Chinese restaurant <laughs> to tell me that very happily... The that good news, yeah. The good news, that they had got me into this school. And uh, I said, I'm not going. <gasps> yeah. How old were you? Uh, year nine. Wow. I refused. So that was... Did the, they, that they, was you ordered did, the oh. nasi goreng. <laughs> <laughs> I was really sus on the whole Wednesday night Chinese dinner for the starters. I knew they were cooking something up. I like, why are we out at Aranda Shops um, having Chinese tonight? And then they're like, well, we've got some good news. Yeah, we are going to uh, spring roll <laughs> something onto you. <laughs> so, yeah, I disappointed them not wanting to go to a private school. And, and did they and, insist? No. You, no. you won? I won that one. Oh, yeah. I, I, pretty, yeah, forceful. Teenagers can be scary, I'm sure you know. Mm. Yeah. I was. And, and you could, did, but were you successful? Uh, and when, now, well, now, now you're going back to the public school, you'd have had to then be academically excellent well, to I was prove in, that. Listen, uh, I was Eliza Doolittle in the Year 10 uh, musical, so oh, okay. I feel said. like I ticked that right. box. Yeah, and you feel you nef- made enough people happy on that occasion <laughs> to disappoint them for the rest of the, your life. <laughs> Just do one musical and do it well, you know. <laughs> how did, Gary, yeah. how, how did you, uh, Liz Truss, like, mm. disappoint your parents? It sounds like a therapy question. It's uh, <laughs> are my parents in the other room. Which are they going to be coming in in a second? I mean, it's but, like this is your <laughs> life. This program. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go on, tell us. <laughs> tell us. Look, I was the perfect child, Richard. You know, I was like, Mummy, Dick, I- he disappointed us by being a liar. He was always a liar. <laughs> I was a liar. Yes, Mummy, I'm feeling tired and irritable. I'm going to bed early. Toodaloo. Uh, never happened. Uh, I don't. You know, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. My parents never sat me down and said, Gary. 
you've been a massive disappointment to the family. Uh, I know you don't want to hear this on Christmas mm. Day, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I think you should start seeing other parents. So what he's saying is he's not going to do the work and uh, look at how he's failed. That's... Well, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm the, I'm the... They must have wanted you to have a proper job. Well, they, I remember when I was getting into stand-up, you know, I want to do stand-up, they would say, oh, Gary's just doing that until he can find a, a job. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was secretly like, no, you have no idea. I want to be earning this 10 bucks. This is always no. <laughs> Gary, they're all laughing at yeah, you. They're all laughing at me. I yeah. know. Well, obviously, I'm the, I'm, the, I'm the last of four kids. So by the time I came along, there was no real pressure. It was oh, like, okay. I mean, half the time they But the other ones know, had broken their spirit. They'd broken their spirit and crushed them. And, mm. and I was like left to my own devices. So that, I was never really a disappointment. I don't know. Maybe I was a massive disappointment. But um, They kept it to themselves. They kept it to themselves. I mean, they did forget my birth, 27th birthday, my whole family. So maybe they're the disappointment. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah. Turn the question on its Turn head. Turn the question. Yeah, can we wow. reverse this, Rick? Yeah. yeah. Why were your parents a disappointment, a disappointment to you? <laughs> uh, Tommy Dean, you must have been a disappointment to them. I mean, no doubt about it. I uh, got vaccinated and I <laughs> and I don't own a gun. <laughs> so just those two facts right there and keep about me out of all the holiday cards. Living in Australia, mm. is that a disappointment? Well, those two things go together. Yeah. Uh, Australia was a disappointment because of the guns. Mm. They had the gun. That's why Tommy's uh, that in Australia. That was disappointing. Vaccination is a more recent disappointment. <laughs> Um, entertainment is a uh, only because I come from farm people, so they don't, nobody understands, and it's show business as a career choice. Um, so they weren't per se just you know, my dad was very practical in the sense of, well, you know, if you're making your own money, <laughs> you're not borrowing money from me, that's good enough. As long as you're not borrowing money from me, hey, dad, are you borrowing money from me? No. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> Good enough. But I always felt like I'm like, well, Dad, I don't normally need to ask you for money, but I have no shells. <laughs> Can I just get a box of shells? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got money for that. Come around. Yeah. Oh, what do you call it? I thought you were talking about like seashells yeah. or something suddenly. See, no, that, no, we're in Australia, Cultural difference. No, I knew. But I don't know how to bridge. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Richard, what about you? Have you been a disappointment to your folks? Oh, wow. You're turning it on, on Richard. This is brilliant. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, come on. No. Uh, I, you can't chicken out now. We've I, all put it on the line. Well, I think, uh, I think uh, uh, yeah, I was a disappointment to my mother, certainly. Oh, yeah? Because my mother had a fake past and was pretended to yeah, be an aristocrat. Yeah, though, pretended yeah. to be an aristocrat and... Mm. I knew the truth about it and refused to put on the accent that she thought I should. And, wow. yeah, and refu- you know, I think just the very act of calling it a napkin rather than a, the, rather than a serviette or a serviette, I can't remember yeah. which way around it goes. Or a ca- <laughs> if you said couch instead of mm. settee yeah. or settee and I can't remember yeah. which way around, that would be just terrible. Oh, right. That would yeah. be just terrible. And then I had children who were germy and were germ-ridden and would take them to her house and they would shed their germy skin all over a carpet and that meant she had to put bed sheets okay. down and sit them on the bed sheets in order that they didn't get all their germs all through our house and then we would take the kids upstairs and uh, Joe would put his hand on the on the on the paintwork as we went up there and she would burst into tears and say Joe don't put your hand on the paintwork because otherwise I'll have to have the whole house repainted and I can't afford that <laughs> oh, and she'd wow. burst into tears and the four-year-old would look up at her with mute incomprehension and think, mm-hmm. who is this one? So, wow, yes. I'm so, yes. so glad yeah. I asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, hardcore. That's a yes. I think yeah. you win this one. Yeah, mm. but maybe next time just say yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we have Tommy Dean, Gary Eck and Chris Ryan. Uh, now, a new book by the cook, Hetty Lou McKinnon, lists all the vegetables you can think of and provides recipes for each of them. Uh, which, mm. of your, which are your favourite vegetables? Which are your least favourite and why? I mean, I, mm. I ask this partly because she, she puts a good argument together for kale. 
Oh, really? Oh, okay. she yeah, puts like a good, the vegetable. Good, You're talking uh, about the devil's leaf. Yeah. yeah. She puts yeah. an argument together for Brussels sprouts. Surely not. Yeah. But, mm. you know, what's your favourite? What's your least favourite? Gary Eck. Well, I mean, I do love vegetables. I mean, you know, I've got a co-created a kid show on ABC, yeah, which yeah, I'll just plug. That's right. Uh, yeah. Kids uh, ABC Two called Veggie Sauce, Ginger and the Veggie Sauce. It's about dinosaurs Ve- as vegetables, yeah. like P. Rex and Brocoliosaurus and Triceratops. And it's I do, and I, I adore vegetables. Uh, you had the you told me you had the idea when you were in Marrickville Metro or somewhere yeah. you know, in a supermarket. Yeah, there's a kid in a little trolley like <laughs> had like a carrot and a broccoli and he was fighting with each other. <laughs> and I was trying to think what's going through on in that kid's head. And I thought, oh, maybe he's turned it into like a dinosaur, like a broccoliosaurus. Yeah. You like, basically stole the idea I stole from that child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's uh, he's suing me now. Um, <laughs> it's a different story, but it's I, I mean, look. I do love vegetables. I mean, I never loved vegetables growing up. I, I don't know. I, I, is there a word for that, like a veggieist or something? Mm-hmm. I hate it. I mean, you were talking to Simon today about yeah. asparagus. I hated asparagus. I mean, even the name asparagus was just some sort of pompous, mm. aristocratic 16th century. Lord Asparagus to see you, sir. Oh, God. Ugh. But you like it now, right? Well, I love it now because the only asparagus I had growing up came in a tin. That, that's what I thought asparagus was, that... Mm. that Pale green, soft, fleshy, disgusting. Vinegary. Vinegary. And even when you try to feed it to the dog under the table, you just hear this <laughs> whimper. And then I realized I didn't even have a dog, so I didn't even know where that sound was coming from. But now, yeah, when I discovered, when I actually discovered at a supermarket, I was like, what, what is this? It's fresh asparagus. I was like, see, I, th- I think if you had the canned stuff now, you'd probably quite like it. Uh, yeah, probably would. Uh, I reckon it's got its own attraction. It's kind of, it's kind of mm. like a. Do they still sell it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? Little vinegary. You sound like that's all you eat, Richard. Uh, I think it's nice. Yeah. yeah. It is nice. Did it, and it comes, did you ever. <clears throat> the word asparagus put you off, but surely you were attracted to spear. Spear. Yeah, asparagus. asparagus. Yeah, but spear. they never gave that word, did they? Spear. Who wants a spear, Gary? Like Brussels yeah. sprouts. Asparagus. I think I'm going to do it with manly vegetables. You know, like asparagus always in every recipe. You know, be sure and chop off the woody hard end. <laughs> the bit that's just not right. <laughs> yeah. You got to cut it off. Simon was telling us, you don't cut it off. You, you bend it. it upwards so it snaps at just the right just spot. Just the right spot. Mm. Oh, mm. oh, absolutely. And then spear someone. Then spear someone. <laughs> uh, adore asparagus. Um, I like uh, I like Brussels sprouts. I think uh, Brussels sprouts, and I think I love them because no one else loved them, and I got all of them. Uh-huh. There was something special about a bowl of Brussels sprouts because when my mom made them, it meant she was making them for me. Mm. Uh, Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy Hardy, the, the the British comedian, the late great Jeremy Hardy, he always had a problem with the fact that they've scored that cross in the bottom of the Brussels sprouts when they were cooking them for Christmas lunch, and he said then they would boil them in water for hours. And yeah. So the cross just allowed more and more water oh, yeah, to right. penetrate the Brussels sprout until it became, he says, like those little... Uh, um, uh, little little um, uh, uh, wet X's you use in end of life care to wet the lips of the <laughs> oh, elderly. Oh Lord! Says <laughs> so that's what the the Brussels sprout had become. That's a mistake, and I'm sure Simon would have told you that. You don't boil them. Uh, you maybe you know parboil them for like a minute to take some of the sulfur out of them, and then you split them in half and you cover them in bacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put them in but the that's oven. not you our pan parents, fry them with yeah. yeah a bit of garlic yeah. and bacon is great. So, so my parents too. didn't do that. They, their idea of like they would just put Brussels sprouts in boiling water and boil to death. That was the recipe: put in boiling mm-hmm. water, boil to death, repeat. Mm. Served to Until children. all the car- colour drained yeah, out of them. Yeah, it's like mash and it's like, Ugh. And then just... they would put, I think it was bicarb, to try to get the colour back <laughs> in. <laughs> I don't know. And then they, I don't know, my parents put asparagus on top just to kind of punish me. 
But yeah, I don't know about Brussels sprouts, but and serve serve with a white sauce often after you entirely bleach them of colour. Yeah. You put them on the plate and then get some effectively oh. wallpaper paste and <laughs> put them, yeah. that on top. Mm. And yeah, yeah, it was one of those dishes where you had to bolt it down real fast or it would set. <laughs> but it's mostly, I think most vegetables, we like them, uh, seemingly we push them because they're nutritious. But the reality is most of them are delivery services for fat. Yeah. That's where no matter what <laughs> yeah. fat you put on what vegetable, it is good. And yeah. don't Mike's forget, saying, like, other cultures have much better veg dishes than we do as, yeah. as white people. I mean, I grew up in India and veg curries were the best. And they had, you know, vegetables that you just didn't have here in Australia, like okra, you know, the lady's fingers? Mm-hmm. A really weird, slimy vegetable that looks like a bean but doesn't taste like a bean. What um, about that beetroot curry they do in, in Sri Lanka and India? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. And, and just anything with eggplant, you know, like mm. a brindle. Yeah. Um, but I don't egg- want to, like, you know, like make my point stronger. But, you know, the yeah, most there's heaps curries, of flavor. I know. But it's... most of curries, you know, using the coconut milk yeah. and or the spice paste. You know what those are yeah. like bound by? Yeah, totally. Oil. It's yes. nothing but oil. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just oil. Absolutely. Um, egg, eggplant, eggplant will soak up any flavor you throw at it. Big favorite of that. Uh, tomato's got to be my favorite. Uh, is that a vegetable though? It's a fruit, isn't it? Really, it goes both ways. Yeah, mm. um, but my least <laughs> got to be one or the other. No, man. it goes both ways. Mm. Yeah, my seeds, least favorite so. would be the carrot. I just reckon because wh- if you close your eyes, it feels like you're eating a coconut, but it's not as yummy. Yeah, it's mm. funny yeah. they use that phrase "carrot and stick." Because that implies that the carrot's good, yeah, and the stick's bad. Yeah. But frankly, you'd rather a stick, especially if it was in the shape of a spear. Yeah. Mm. That's true. Or if yeah. it was celery, which is also mm. a stick. <laughs> Potato, no one's mentioned potato. I mean, that's got to be up oh, there. Oh, true. Yeah. You can yeah, smash what a it, glorious bake it. You yeah. fry it and it becomes French. <laughs> it's it French. Is it? something mm. French fries. Oil. Fried in the oil. Fried in the oil. Butter in the oil. It just yeah. loves oil. Oil, yeah. My favourite, absolutely, and you don't get it much here as well, but we, I grew up on the East Coast of the United States and we get big fields of sweet corn. So corn, mm. but there's something way sweeter, big fat yellow kernels and American butter uh, which you don't get here either. It comes in sticks. You know, so, not that we've got, not got the right butter. You don't have right butter. Got, no, no, you not can not make guns. <laughs> no, your, gun, your butter comes in 250 blocks. Someone's sounding a lot imagine, like dad. Imagine yeah. cutting that in half, and now you have a stick of butter. And what you would do is there was literally plates made for it that the stick of butter would sit in, and then you had handles yeah, yeah. that stuck into the yeah, end yeah. of your oh, corn. Yeah, yeah we got the handles. And you would set the corn on the stick of butter and roll, 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 Yeah, no, we did that. We've got that. So let's not forget the onion. Yeah. You know, that yeah. is a wonderful... That is the most uh, well, the mirepoix. popular the mirepoix vegetable. Is your, your classic. Mm. What? I mean, mirepoix, that's, that's the... What are you talking that's about? That's celery, carrot, and onion together. Oh, okay. That's your classic base for almost everything. Right. And then there's the holy trinity, uh, which is the Cajun version of that, which is uh, celery, onion, and uh, capsicum, or right. green, green pepper mm. versions, usually more poblano. But, you're, uh, you're throwing a crayfish into that? Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean, those are the bases of almost everything are you, that's good. Are you a good chef? Tommy's uh, a great I'm a decent chef. cook. Are you? Yeah. He used to bring in bakery goods oh. every TGIF, and now oh, he doesn't. Yeah. So it was I the one know. good thing about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well. It was Tommy's treats. I'm sorry, next time I'll bring in. Yeah, well, I would hope so. Uh, we're talking about Tommy and his treats. What about the mm. Wheel of Death? Here's the topics for today. Uh, dragon boating, lightning, geckos, caramel, chainsaws, licorice, Willy Wagtail, what? roller coasters, spring rolls, car alarms, and topari, topari, topari. Which is my favourite pudding. I think, yeah, okay. And potato <laughs> peeler, giraffes. Which one's fitty full of fear? I'm going to go with potato peeler because it'll put us right back on the same subject. Round and round and round it goes where it stops. No one knows.
I'll put too much WD-40 in this again. Just classically, uh, while we're still waiting for the wheel to finish, <laughs> my favorite vegetable ultimately is the beetroot. I just want to put that out mm. there. Oh, that's strange. Mm. Yeah. Roasted yeah. beetroot, beetroot Roasted. dip, uh, you know, even just, you know, classically baked beetroot. Mm. Uh, boiled beetroot. Oh, I like canned, even canned beetroot. Beetroot on a burger, beetroot on a yeah. sandwich. Beetroot sprouts and butter is the best sandwich mm. ever on okay. white bread. See, that'd be another reason for your father to dislike you. Oh, yeah. Where's the meat, boy? Where's <laughs> the meat? Uh, they've chosen the one word, or well, the wheel has chosen the one word I can't really pronounce, topiary. Actually, I think that's how you say it. Topiary. Topiary. Topiary, I think it is. It's the way you you know cut a hedge into shapes, animal shapes, etc. Yeah, I knew that. Is it? I thought that was called... Hedgematronics. Cutting, <laughs> cutting hedges into animal shapes. So today's topic... Oh, so Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. That yeah. great thing where Edward Scissorhands is mm. to doubt to priorying. <laughs> that was the original name of the film, but it didn't catch Topery. on. Topery. I believe it's Topery. Topery. Text in right now your pronunciation guesses <laughs> on how to, how to shape this hedge. Um, well. Hmm. Well. Okay, the show's over. Um, <laughs> well, you really are buying time here. Well, that's not what the what the fun is. What's the fun? I, I could talk about the. I mean, that's. I suppose it's sculpting. It, it's like bonsai for big people. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's what topiary is. Well, um, you know, you have lots of uh, places where where you know you have a house, and and obviously Dad has gone totally mad, right? And he's got the 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 pine trees they're looking like little statuettes, and then he's got the carved the the beautiful swan out out of the, you know the middle yeah. of the uh, you know it's, it's. I've only seen it on shows. I, like my my grandfather's big move is uh, he would occasionally mow the backfield because a farmhouse. Uh, he would mow the backyard, uh, which is the size of a football field, uh, such that. The grass had squares in it, like you could cut the mm. grass one direction, you cut it the other direction, you have dark green, light green. He could do like checkerboard patterns in the back. Mm. That was his big movement. I've done that. Well, so that's what I'm really? saying. Yeah, I've done, I've mowed it with really big, you know, really high grass where you're getting zebras lost in it. You just sort of get the mower and you do free fall. <laughs> and you only leave it for a day or two, but it's, oh, it's pretty <laughs> good. So I, 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 feel like, I feel like it's a dangerous, I think you got too much time on your hands, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm thinking maybe that's the idea. Is like if your, your if your wife is like, you know, hey, the hedge is looking a little shaggy. Why don't you get out there and do something? Mm. And then just square it off. And then and then when they're like, well, what is it? Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a rhinoceros. It's a train. It's a Sydney bus. Yeah, it's a train. Uh, it's a it's a foundation block for a cathedral. It's uh, you know, just use your imagination. Just square it off. Because squaring it off is hard. I, have you ever tried to square <laughs> yeah, off a hedge? Do it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just keep cutting. Just keep going. Like, eventually, you don't have a hedge. <laughs> My dad is a massive fan of cutting stuff, right? He's not a gardener, but he loves to trim, and it trims down to oblivion. Getting rid of trees seems to be his latest pastime. Mm. Do, just a quick poll, since there's three blokes mm-hmm. here. Do mm. you think as you get older, you want less trees around your house or yes. more? Yeah. You really do? Why? Oh, so the leaves. Why? Yeah. The leaves. The leaves. The branches. Oh, my God, you're all in agreement. This is the pits. Yeah. The ninjas. <laughs> we, we had to get rid of like three trees that were like over six meters tall because they were, they were impinging on the house and causing things to yeah, yeah. not do oh. things. And the council said, oh, you can take them out, but you have to replace them with trees that grow six meters again. <laughs> well, what's the point? What's the point? I'm like, I, exactly what I said. Well, what's the, what's the point? It's going to yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, but uh, you have to. That's the rule. Uh, we had three palm oh trees that used to be in our backyard. And when we, we had them removed, we just had this old man came around with his old wife, both of them. Between you know, easily over seventy, both of them, and we thought so. Uh, Rod Stewart's age. It was crazy. <laughs> Just these little people came in and said, "Oh, we'll do the job." You know, it's one of those things you like pull the sticker off the count, you know, on the light pole. 
call this number if you need tree work. Yeah. And he shows up with his, his old wife and a little tiny pickup truck. And I thought he was given a quote. And he came out, looked around, and oh, yeah, we can get all, rid of all three of them for 200 bucks. And I went, all right. And then I thought, and he went back out the front, and I went inside because I thought that's the quote, and he'll call me up later. And the next thing I know, I hear chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> and this old woman carrying blocks of palm tree out to this tiny pickup truck. When they loaded the truck, I couldn't believe they got all the tree trunk bits onto the truck. It barely, it was sitting so high, the front was being lifted up. The front <laughs> wheels were barely touching. <laughs> and drove away. It was the hardest job I've ever seen two old people do. And a lot of people say, why didn't you help? And I said, well, because I don't know what to do. Yeah, mm. I don't know how to do that. They were clearly experts. And you paid them 200 bucks. No, but I said, that's what I said. I think, could you maybe make, what shape can you make? <laughs> if you could toperize like a big <laughs> hedge. Yeah, yeah I'm going to use the yeah, word. In your front yard as, as something, mm. a creature, a person. Oh, I know exactly what the answer okay, is. Okay, what would you do? It would be a fraggle. A, fra- a fraggle, fraggle like one of the giant fraggle rock you know the oh, big yeah. creatures in the back of fraggle Why? rock because they're awesome like you have that big scary face would that be your brand is that your brand no no we just have like a big the, I just know the hedge that we have oh, yeah. that splits the property between my house and the one next door and it's too tall and it's squared off and if you could put like a and if you remember the giant I don't they weren't the fraggles fraggles were the tiny ones with the with, I don't the big oh okay creature the king and the queen and the prince that lived out the back I'm gonna of fraggles. have to google it yeah but they uh just imagine uh, you know Sam from uh, the Muppets mm. big Sam the Sam the eagle if you yeah. have any oh, of yeah. that in oh. the big head oh amazing <laughs> sort of glowering out of the oh, hedge oh amazing that. didn't you do the American prisons like that rock thing you yeah. could do that oh, could you? Mount Rushmore <laughs> Mount Rushmore oh, yes yeah. what about that but only but like the Mount Rushmore rock we've got like Jimi Hendrix and Paul McCartney mm. and two Rod others. Stewart and Rod Stewart I'd have Lord Vader for sure and Lord Vader, Lord Vader. would you have um, King Charles though no. Oh no. How are you, no. you, you going to do the ears? Yeah. How are you going to do the ears? Because yeah. the thing about topiary, topiary, the thing about topiary is you've got to, it's, got, it's quite scientific because yeah. you've got to work out how to support all the things. You can't have an elephant's trunk because how are you going to support it, oh, right? Yeah, mm. right. Mm. Uh, That's no, true. I, we have, my Why? wife loves hedges and vines, and I do, and she does, she does more to be fair, but we uh, have to spend a lot of time cutting back hedges. And instead of finding shapes, what I seek to find is our house. That is the goal mm-hmm. of cutting back our hedges and vines. Yeah. Oh, look, our home is still here. You think you, you <laughs> believe... Nature hasn't consumed it yet. You believe she's, she's, she's planted too enthusiastically. Way too enthusiastically. Has, has she, has she uh, composted too enthusiastically? The house is the compost. <laughs> this really feels like a gender divide because I'm all about trees. Uh, I'm, love I'm, them. I'm up for it, yeah. you know. Well, so is Tommy's wife. Loves trees. Yeah. This is climbing vines and hedges. Trees yeah, that, are... It's all good. Are good. No. No? I have a pool shed. Right, and she and the and the she has put so much vine work on the pool shed. I don't know where the door is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and then, when eventually, yeah. by using various Aladdin spells, I discovered the door. <laughs> I, had a magic I have to go through elephant ears. Uh-huh. You know yeah. those elephant ear plants. She sounds awesome. <laughs> I gotta like push through elephant ears to find the secret Aladdin cave. Are you like Hansel right. and Gretel? Do you have to leave little uh, bread things so you can find your I way back? I always take a pack because I never know if I'll get back. And do you have how much bargaining power do you have? No. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, what can you offer her? Who tells that story and says, by the way, me and my wife, we work things out 50-50. <laughs> but what could you offer her, do you think, that might, you know, persuade her? A divorce. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing give I us, give, I don't give, Why not give her something she really wants? <laughs> <laughs>
I thought the children were my bargaining chip. <laughs> Tommy Dean, Gary Heck and Chris Ryan are here. Now, uh, a third of children now have a problem with their school attendance, we, uh, we learnt this week. So how are you going to make school more entertaining in order to cut down this terrible level of truancy? Chris Ryan. Look, I'm going to come at this from a different angle. Uh, quite honestly, through COVID, a lot of kids uh, weren't attending school and it was anxiety and it was a lot of things. And it's not actually about making school more fun. It's about the troubles of their friends, of their family. You know, it's been hard for teenagers. Sure. And I think the problem is that they have just enough knowledge about psychology to identify problems but not to be able to fix them, right? So they feel bad for everything. So, like, you know, my, my kid was telling me about their trauma-dumping mates, right, or as we used to call them, mates, you know. <laughs> like, we didn't have terms like cyberbullying and microaggression and stonewalling. We just knew don't look Larissa in the eye or she'll punch <laughs> you in the head. You know what I mean? And, and like, stay off the oval because Darren's dacking people again and we don't even know why. You know, like, I just think things are just, it's too hard for them. They know too much but not enough. So they're now mm. forgiving Darren for the dacking, saying he must <laughs> well, be some sort of psychosexual yeah, problem. Yeah, they're looking into his soul going, oh, geez, he must mm. have it tough at home, yeah, you yeah. know. So they feel bad, and, and I don't know how we fix that. I, I think maybe more psychologists more at school. Dacking. Oh, yeah. that sounds very old school, mm. Gary Eck. Or yeah. maybe undackable pants. <laughs> mm. <laughs> don't wear any pants. Don't wear any pants. Nudism <laughs> is maybe the response. Yeah. Uh, how are you going to make more is school more entertaining, Gary? Well, I think just make – I think the problem is the solution is to make truancy part of the school curriculum. Okay. Yeah, then so they you, won't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, we make well, yeah, exactly. Well, we make wagging a subject, you know. And you know a teacher is doing really well mm. when they do the roll call and no one answers. <laughs> He's you a know, great wagging he's teacher. He's a great wagging teacher. And when you do the HSC, the question is like, why are you here? You should be at the beach. <laughs> why aren't you watching <laughs> the movies? Explain yourself. So, you know, I don't all And maybe, what would you learn in wagging class? Well, uh, not, you know, how not to turn up um, how you can carry that through into your workforce, your work life, yeah, so yeah, when yeah. you graduate, you can, you know, chuck the ultimate sickie because not a lot of people do the sickie well. But if you study it at school, yeah, so yeah. you'd be taught how to ring up the boss, for instance, and say, "I'm really sick today. Yeah. I can't come in. I'm terribly sorry. I've got this terrible cold." I say, you, you, you've done this many mm-hmm. times. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. Oh, you, yeah. you, I did. You, I... you, you, you <laughs> take the course. <laughs> and our no, school principal. No, I'm not convinced. That was amateur hour. Here's, I'll tell you. Here's what okay. you. Hi, uh, hi, this is Tommy. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in today. Oh, what's the problem? Can't identify it. It's, uh, I'm not entirely sure. No details. Yeah. Just, just, I don't, something's not right. Mm. I'll call you tomorrow and let you know if everything's okay. But yeah. yeah why, why, is that, why, why is that more effective? Yeah. No, no yeah, details. Yeah. Don't give me anything to lock on to. And I also, think don't if, paint yeah. yourself into a corner. I broke my arm. Oh, no. No, yeah. I think you have to mention <laughs> some kind of gut issues. No one wants to explore further. Mm. But I think most of it's just mysterious. Keep it mysterious. Mm. Yeah. And something weird. It's so bad. It's so bad. Because so yeah. then there's nothing, there's nothing that you can be uh, interrogated yeah. on. Later. And the next day, like, You're, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and that, 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 the key is that voice. You just got to yeah, yeah. yeah. keep wanna. it soft. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. That's how Tommy and I talk to each other when we ring each other up. Yeah. Yeah. Do you also, you know, yeah. I may point out to some market. Oh, don't forget, um, there's a file on my desk. Just, yeah. Just be sure and give that to Barry. It's mostly done. Just ask him to just you know, <laughs> yeah. check it over. It's mostly done. Mm. I did all of it yesterday. I don't even think I need to be there. So, so, so you're being a good worker even in this moment of, uh, of yeah, despair. Yeah, it looks like yeah. I'm so sorry. You know, I, I, called, I called John, but he, he's, he's... You'd not, almost mm. promote this guy, wouldn't you? Because even though he hardly ever turns up to work, yeah, he sounds so... The theatrics of yeah. it all. You know, yeah. you've got like hospital sound effects in the background. They're doing the heart transplant. Yeah. As, as I talk... I don't know if I can. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have two <your> husbands. <laughs> 
Hey, you, I, well, I feel bad. I think we're enabling it because my daughter, we just got the final, you know, because you're supposed to, you have to like give proper paperwork for absences over a certain number. And I just got a letter from my daughter's high school. And, and I literally, like my first question to my wife was, why did the school send us a calendar? <laughs> this is like a list of dates. I mean, what is this yeah. all? About? Oh my God! Almost all the dates of the year. She missed everything. <laughs> so I had to go back through mysterious illness, mysterious illness, mysterious illness, gastro, mysterious. <laughs> We're not entirely sure. I think I think there's a danger. I think the problem with COVID is that we taught kids that you probably don't have to go to school all the time. <laughs> it's probably okay to do a couple of days at home mm. and maybe build that in the month. Same with work. I think it's, you start seeing uh, that. Totally. In, in Everyone got onto it. They got Suddenly onto the three truth. days in the office is enough and a couple of days at home is where it's at. That was our mistake. I know kids who during COVID were doing their entire day's work in an hour. Like they yeah. kind of figured out, wait a minute, I'm wasting my mm. whole day. And I think people who go to work realize, wait a minute, you know, this can be done faster. This can be and done then so I can, much faster. Then I can go to wagging school. Yeah, I can go to wagging. Gary X new <laughs> wagging school, which opens up next week with principal uh, Richard. Yeah. Principal Richard. Doing his voice now. Uh, who yeah. are the winners and losers of this week, Gary? Uh, winners. Uh, I, I, this is going to sound strange, but cockroaches. Uh, I know that's odd because everyone hates cockroaches. I don't think anyone. Mm. I don't know anyone who loves a cockroach. No one ever says, "Look, there's a cockroach. Cuddle it." Mm. Um, no. You know, let's grow them. Let's make them. But in uh, in Japan, they've actually they've <laughs> they've built this kind of like uh, solar panelled uh, micro sort of computer thing that they've oh, put on the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah, cockroach. Yeah. Have you heard about this? I read about this, yeah. yeah. so they can control the cockroach to make it go left and go right. Um, it's basically, I think, you know, if there's an earthquake and there's people trapped in a rubble, they think that they can then guide the cockroach. Yeah, and the cockroach has got a little camera, so little camera, that they can yeah. send the cockroach down into the ruins and then they can see, ah, that's where the people are. Yeah, and then if there's a person there, I mean, it could backfire. They're going to see the cockroach and just step on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, that's all over. And then uh, so that's my that's my winner. I never would say uh, a cockroach and loser very quickly. I think I don't know. I don't know about these isolation COVID rules because uh, they've just changed them today. Just, you don't have to isolate anymore. Yeah. So basically, it's going to be coming back to um, are you sick, mate? Ah, it's just a bit of a cold, Gaz. Mm. Don't worry about. Don't it. worry about. Don't it. worry about. Mm. It. Give us a kiss. You, <laughs> give us a kiss. Give us a cuddle. Chris Ryan, what are you? Who are your winners and losers? Oh, uh, look, I, I have to say, I think. Um, uh, the audiences that are coming out to see the Sydney Fringe Comedy yeah, Festival yeah. at the moment are winners because they're taking a punt on brand new material from, uh, you know, sometimes mm. unknowns, and I really appreciate that. It's like looking at little babies. It's like going to the maternity <laughs> ward and just staring through the window. Baby jokes. And just going, oh, I can't. That one's what ugly, but, you know, it might grow up to be <laughs> okay. Be yeah, exactly. Vegetables. It'll be so good. Yeah, looking at that joke and think, well, at least his mother loves it. <laughs> oh dear, I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a loser. Right, um, seven you know, PM. Everyone's a winner. So you can be a winner. Seven PM tonight and Saturday. Six PM on Sunday. Uh, Factory Theatre at Marrickville for Chris Ryan. Who were the winners and losers? Uh, I mentioned it last week, but I want to mention it again because we were celebrating them this evening. But both of my daughters, uh, even with uh, massive amounts of truancy, have graduated <laughs> from high school, uh, mm. each with their own distinctions and honours at their various uh, educational places. And I couldn't be more proud That's great. as a father. Since we were talking earlier about mm. children that disappoint you, uh, it's not them yet. No, mm. I'm sure their time will come. Their time mm. will come. And their meanwhile, t- you know. But for now, tonight. Well done, girls. Well done, Well girls. done to you. There you go. And well done you for surviving twin girls. And now the loser is the HSCs two weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being part of Thank God It's Friday next week. Will Anderson, Gene Kitson and Tommy Dean, music from the White Top Mountaineers. Until then, I'm Richard Glover. And Thank God It's Friday!
Topery. Topery. <laughs>